0: Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer
1: and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox and I am excited to be here tonight continuing the conversation of step four compassion and tonight we're going to deep a little bit diver in that deep that did not come out right we are going to dive a little bit deeper into compassion with talking about intuition but before all that let me bring on my beautiful co-host Terry there how are you doing tonight Terry I'm doing just fine. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Terry and I have spent days together. So uh, we I'm quite aware of how she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, good to have you be in this conversation. And we have a new guest coach on tonight that we're super excited to have, Erica Gimbel. How are you doing? Hi, <laughs> I'm so happy to be here
0: with you both. It's it's so fun what you're creating with this podcast. I'm so happy to come on and and be with you both.
1: You, we are excited to have you for sure. And we would love for you to uh, introduce yourself to our audience. So tell them, what is it that you get to do, and who is it that you get to serve? Okay.
0: So I am Erica Gimbel, and I am a therapist in the Bay Area, and I have been working with people for, mm, as a therapist, over 10 years, but as a massage therapist, over 20 20 years, and um, so lots of people, lots of bodies, lots of, I work very somatically, and I work with people with trauma, and um, I love to support people with all different things going on, especially right now, it really can be challenging, and um, Mm -hmm. so I, I love, I love what you guys are up to, the mom-daughter team. (laughs) Woo-hoo!
1: I feel like the
0: the different podcasts I've listened to, I just feel like I want to have my mom on a podcast. And I want (laughs) to, you know, be with her about all the cool things that she's doing. You two are just so sweet with each other, and I've gotten a lot of value out of listening to you and your guests. So thank you. Thank you.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you. So um, let's get right into it. And Erica, tell us what does compassion mean to you?
0: It's such a good word. I, I studied seven years of Latin in uh, growing up in, in high school, junior high, and college. And you know, the Latin root of compassion is it comes from the word "pati." which means to suffer and the word come means with so you know this idea of how you can be with someone who is going through something like being with them with with them and feeling mm-hmm. into what it what it's like so for me it's, for me I practice that myself and with the people I serve by softening like this idea of just literally letting letting myself soften around what's going on, whether somebody is grieving or going through something traumatic. Um, it's practicing the softening so I can really be with that person. I love that. And um, – Yeah, so for somebody who's like, what, let's soften, what, what, it's like this idea of just like allowing kindness, I've heard you all talk about this word kindness, like bringing in the kindness, Mm -hmm. where is there space, where there wasn't space, or just literally sitting with, sitting with the very thing that is the suffering to allow for it
1: and be with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. What does that bring up for you, Terry? Yeah, I I really like that that
0: word softening. It's another word I can add to my synonyms for compassion because compassion can mean so many different things. Um it's interesting the origin of the word that you were sharing with us. But I think of kindness, I think of now I'm gonna add the word softening because I love that. That's just it almost yeah. makes it makes you have a visceral reaction to that word, doesn't it? It makes you just kind of relax and 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 make space for that. Kind of like a soft landing or a a soft space where you can um like you said, grieve or or reflect or whatever it is. Especially with the work mm. that you do um with massage. I'm sure that that allows you to experience a, a, another person's softening, right? As you help oh, them, yeah. uh, help them to release toxins and to uh, be able to actually literally soften, you know, their muscles, their their tension and their um, trauma. So I, I really like that concept. I was thinking when you were talking too about the origin of the word and, and suffering and being able to allow, People's face for whatever that suffering is—mental, emotional, physical, spiritual—of um, the word empathy. Uh, I think the word empathy is a little different than compassion, but yet I think they're they're like uh, twins. You know, they kind of really go together. Mm-hmm. Um And how mm-hmm. empathy is also being able to put yourself into another person's uh, situation, their suffering, their their grief, their their pain whatever it, that is to have that empathy of walking in their shoes and um giving them space to to work through that. Yeah. No, that was uh I like that a lot. Yeah. Cool. And um, you know, I really I really do much more of my therapy work now that I'm here in the Bay Area. Um I did more of the massage work in on the east coast in new york with lots of stressed out new Yorkers and then um coming out here it was more like the psycho spiritual emotional realm of
1: mm-hmm, what's mm-hmm. going on with
0: but but all of it is like how can there be less suffering how can there be like i another image i have is like like heart dropping letting the heart drop down or dropping into one's heart Just beautiful mm. images of like dropping in and letting letting the floor drop out to just be slow and be still and be listening. So those are my, those are my pearls for you. Yeah, I love that.
1: and uh, It's something that I pictured when Terry was talking about um, holding a space or creating a space was, was feeling in all the spaces and um creating that that soft foundation for someone to um for someone to experience in their suffering um so i i loved that image that came to, to mind as well um so how does intuition play into compassion That's the conversation tonight. So, Erica, why don't you start us off? Okay.
0: Well, I mean, already I feel like we've gotten the juices going for, you know, images and imagery for how we can talk about these big concepts and big words. So just Mm listening to what you've already said and added, my intuition is that we are – we're just sort of breathing into it and slowing down our very own selves to notice what, what is there. Like I can feel my belly soften as we're talking and like, mm-hmm. I, just, I have this feeling of like, if, as if we were out by a campfire and it was warm enough and we were, you know, just sort of talking around the campfire about this topic and then other things will come to mind, like a story or something that you need to hear that would just be such good yumminess for you and, and vice versa. I think intuition is is like allowing things to be a little less linear and more cyclical and more dropping down and dropping in. And, and then you get this, this image of, oh, what could this be for you? How can this be helpful to you? Intuition mm-hmm. is another fun word. We could look up the origin of that one. But, you know, just that idea of that inner sight, inner knowing. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I do with uh, groups of people when I work with them, uh, ma- mainly businesses or, or organizations where they're, uh, looking at strengths and, and areas that they can learn to better understand one another, so that they can work work together. It's a, a abbreviated part of the Myers Briggs personality test, but it's just looking at how people process. And so some people mm. process mainly using their five senses, and then that's one group of people. And then you have the group of people that are intuitive, and those people use a sixth sense, right? <laughs> And that uh, and I always say that's not that they see dead people <laughs> because that's that movie, but um, you know, people have to touch here to you know really have that tactile or that concrete factual experience, and then there's people that listen to their intuition, and having a combination of both of those kinds of processors and how they take in information can strengthen an organization because you've got then different ways of approaching and processing problem solving, uh, you know, relationships, and you just have a much more rich environment when you've got people who are willing to, to uh, connect to that intuition or that sixth sense with this, you know, something you can smell or hear or taste or feel. It's this inner feeling, or I like to call it sometimes Mm. a small voice that, that guides you and and if you're willing to listen to that and to follow that um, you're going to have an experience that can not only enrich your life but can also enrich those around you as you share that you know and you you have that way of looking at, at us as coaches and and also in our family relationships that that can really assist you in being a better communicator Having more compassion and empathy, um, just being able to be more in tune with what I call the spirit mm. that uh, mm. allows you then to have that that sense sense beyond uh, facts, you know, beyond the
1: facts. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. When I was thinking about intuition um, and the, connecting that with compassion. I go to trust and trusting ourselves to know when we need a little bit more compassion for ourselves so that we can give a little bit more compassion to someone else, Um, to know that someone is in need of compassion in that moment when we might reactionarily, you know, construct. Or um, you know, criticize or um, you know um, scold or I'm thinking of kids, you know something like that that we can trust our intuition to know that compassion is needed in that moment um, and so yeah. that, that's kind of where my brain went um, of of trusting our intuition. To know when compassion is needed, to know that compassion really is always needed, but when it is um, needed for certain situations more than than something else.
0: Yeah, I I just had a thought um, if I can share again. Um, yeah, you know, like this this idea of how you work with people as their coach and how I work with people as their therapist or their coach. It's like there's this lifeline of possibility and support and tugging Mm -hmm. back on the rope of support and following the thread that wants to happen, like following following the the river that wants to unfold or the – the 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 intuition that we get as uh, guides and healers and therapists and coaches it's like hmm I'm thinking of this how, how does that land for you and and then you get to get instant feedback about yes that's that's right on point or no I was thinking this and like course correcting at any moment with our people mm-hmm. um and and sort of like you know, it's it's a give and take of a relationship with this rope pulling with our people and the people we serve. So I, I also think of um, you know that author Clarissa Pinkola Estes who wrote Women Who Run with the Wolves. You know that book? Mm-hmm. It's like from decades ago, but you know just the way we support our people and and give and give. Uh, Shuttle right in front of them a way that could be a supportive healing way. So we're using our intuition. We're using our checking in, and um, at any moment there could be a course correction, like oh, a little one degree this way, one degree that way, to be to be yeah, absolutely, absolutely supportive. Yeah. So it's like very yeah, non-violent and kind. Sorry, yeah. sorry. So I was saying that it's like it's like very it's very kind. This way of bringing in your wisdom and intuition in this way with the people we serve.
1: Mhm. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I think intuition. I think is how or my definition of intuition is how my spirit is guiding me because i feel my spirit is all knowing and it's my it's my you know my uh human experience that um that keeps me from knowing what my spirit knows and so my intuition is how my spirit leads me and knows where i need to go and what experiences i need to have and what is good for me in this human experience, and as I listen to it, um, you know, I am guided. So I, I love how you talk about how when we use our intuition, it's how we're lovingly, kindly, compassionately guiding others as coaches or therapists or healers or, or whatever it is that we do to service other people. So I love having that image of um, of my spirit lovingly guiding somebody else's spirit, um, and and I when I think of what it is that I do, that definitely is the essence of what I do. So I love that you brought me back to that visual, um, and to really think about what it is I think um about intuition and tying that into compassion. So thank you. Really fun to to think about it
0: this way, huh?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Carrie, what are you what are you thinking right now?
0: Well, I I'm also making an image. <laughs> uh something that Erica said before about Um, I think you you talked about a stream or a cord or something that attaches us as we, you know, move through through space. And I I feel like my intuition is that that cord that connects me to my higher power. And uh, all of us may define that in different ways. For me, it's God. It connects me to God. And through that connection, which I call the still small voice or the Holy Spirit, Yeah, it, I'm connected to that source of intuition, that source of divinity, that source that can guide me, uh, in the, in the arena of my passion, which is to serve others and to move forward because I have that connection. I'm able to do that with compassion, um, because that's the source that I'm, I'm receiving that is, is pure compassion, pure love. And. I think of compassion as love. I think of it as kindness. I think of it you know in in a multi- multiple synonyms that that uh, that mean compassion when i when I think of it so it's that that connection that cord that's that thread that attaches me to that universal source of love and compassion then that gives me that that voice that prompting that Push to to use that universal love and compassion in my relationships, in my in my work, and my understanding of myself and others. And I was kind of getting that picture while Erica was talking about a stream flowing and a uh, you know, a, a tw- I think I think you said something like a cord or a um connection and, and that really then what you said, Kelly, that just really kind of tied that together for me um in a, in an image of that how it flows from from god yeah. to me through the spirit and and then from me to uh to
1: others yeah absolutely i love that and i just see that's how that's how we that's how i see my purpose you know my purpose was given to me by my higher power which is god And this is how I express it. This is how I serve. This is how I um, show compassion for um, my fellow man or my brothers and sisters um, Mm. is by compassionately leading them to um, trust their intuition, to show themselves compassion, to then have it be possible for them to show compassion and pass on that to to um, the people that they interact with. And Erica, you were talking about earlier about your podcast being called The Ripple Effect. And, and that is a ripple effect of how um, I use compassion yeah. to teach other people to have compassion to then – they show compassion to someone else that then learns to have compassion and it just keeps going on and on and that's how we have um an effect or that's how our purpose plays out and um mm. and it's all by intuition and and compassion. Mm.
0: Yeah, it blows the roof off everything. Wow, so pretty. Yeah, we just got <laughs> deep, right? Mm. <laughs> we, we
1: just, got, we just got
0: What was that? We got deep. deep. <laughs> we got so deep. Oh, no, deep, deep. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, um, <laughs> well, that's what could change the world, right? Yeah.
1: That's
0: what could change the
1: world. We need that. Yeah. Yep, absolutely, Mm -hmm. ladies. We are almost out of time. It's so crazy how it goes by so quickly. Erica, I want to ask you, what is the number one thing you would want our listeners to get from tonight? Oh, I just
0: um, just love this discussion of source, like we to source energy, and just to remember to tap in, to listen, and to um, take the time take the time to really practice that softening and practice mm-hmm. kindness. And those, that would be my biggest, my biggest thing I'd say.
1: Mm-hmm. Down. Yeah. listen, Yeah. Um, I love everything that you have shared. I've gained so much from tonight, so I appreciate that so much. And I know that our listeners have gotten a lot from you being here too. Um Let Uh, Tell us, how can our listeners find you, get a hold of you, participate in something you have going on?
0: Oh, cool. Well, it's so fun to do this with you both at this late hour. (laughs) I love that you do this. You know, there was no conflict at this time. So great. So um, nope. people can find me by going to my website, ericagimble.com, and there's some fun things there. And um, you can come and tune into the ripple effect, as we were talking about, um, and uh, just just to reach out through there. And um, I've been playing with this fun app called Marco Polo. So that's one way I support um, people to come on. you know that app? marco polo yes (laughs) i use it every day i like it oh you do really okay we got a marco Polo. so so that's how people can reach out to me and i'm so um grateful to be able to connect with you through this audio platform tonight
1: yes thank you thank you terry um what is a um what is the number one thing you would like our audience to get from tonight I I think
0: the thing that might be really helpful is just to stop, pause, push the pause button, and listen. Mm-hmm. I believe that that our that our you know our higher power is is really there. All we have to do is like knock, and the door will be open. But we can't mm-hmm. have the intuition in our lives if we don't listen. So first of all, mm-hmm. being aware that there is intuition, then being willing to pause and listen, ask and listen for the for that, those intuitive hits, and then follow through on them. Yeah. So I believe that everyone can have access to that to that kind of intuition if they're aware and willing, and then act upon it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love that you said listen. Because I feel like sometimes our voice of fear can be so loud and telling us, you know, mean things about ourselves or, or that we can't or we're not able or we're not smart enough or we're not whatever enough to do what we dream of doing. And our intuition will never tell us that. Our, our intuition has compassion for us. Our intuition believes in us, it loves us, it um, inspires us, it pulls us forward. And so when you're listening to those inner voices, listen to the one that says you can. Listen to the one that tells the truth of your amazingness and uh, divinity and power, and have compassion for, for all of the rest, um, but listen to the truth of who you are, which is um, powerful and capable and um, everything enough to live the dream that you want to live. So I just love to just said you. it was like a poem, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> I, was I wanted to say amen. <laughs> yeah, amen. I'll have to go back and write down what I said because I don't remember. So... <laughs> Um, thank you ladies so much for being here with me tonight. And as always, Terry, thank you. And we want to remind you all that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you would like to know more about Fearless Living, go to fearlessliving.org and check out all the great things that are there. You can always find Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org. Did I say fearlessliving.org? Okay, I don't remember now. Sorry about that. Okay, fearlessgenerations.org is where you can find Terry and I, and you can find out about all the things we've got going on. All of the past eight years of episodes are there, as well as our program that we have going on that takes these exact same 12 steps, but takes them a whole lot deeper. So if you're interested in finding out more about that, it's called Stepping Towards Freedom, and you can go check it out there right now. And we also have always other things going on for you. We have Bridging Fear to Freedom coming up this Saturday if you're interested in it. And our focus this time through the six-week class is Building Relationships. So if you have a a mom or a daughter or a business partner or whoever that you want to build that relationship with, come check that out. And um, our next workshop is in March, March 9th. So keep up to date with all things Fearless Generation. And until next week, everybody, be fearless. Thank you, Erica. Thank you. Bye.
0: No purchase necessary boy were prohibited by law 18 plus term and conditions apply. See website for details.